Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today our guests include Kim Rollins who is the Executive Director of the Lakes Area United Way and Shannon Wusso. Shannon is the Executive Director of the Mid-Minnesota Women's Center and the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center. Ladies, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you. Thank you. Very good to see you. Yes, it is good to see you. We're we're on an app here so we can actually see them. And it won't be long before we can start. Well, we are inviting people back in, but it has to be one at a time. Those are the rules. Sure. All right. Hey, well, first of all, Kim, let's start with you. I know last time we talked, you were just about to have the Vision uh, Council do their thing. So uh, bring us up to speed on where we stand with that. Yeah, first of all, I'd like to say a huge thank you to WJJY, specifically Community Focus, because... We got quite a few volunteers from the last time that I was on with you guys. So thank you. That was huge. Um, We're so appreciative to our community members who came and helped allocate out our dollars through the United Way Vision Council process this year. It went as swimmingly as possible, you know, in the virtual world that we live in. And it went very well. Um, And so that information will be coming out very, very soon. Um, The contracts are going out to our agency partners for their programs that they submitted. And um, we are just so thankful to everyone who um, interviewed, participated, helped out. That is the biggest thing for us. So thank you guys. And thank you at Hubbard Radio and specifically WJJY uh, for getting us out there so we could get those volunteers that was necessary so thank you glad it worked that's good and how many agencies or how many programs now will you be announcing here over the next month we have about 20 wow 20 programs yep and then um we had actually quite a few more than that that applied and will not get funded and uh, that's pretty pretty standard here at united way where we're always looking for more dollars to help offset those um those asks um, our ask total um, $224,000, you guys. Wow. That's the ask that came in this year. Man. That's a big ask. Um, we do not have that amount of money, so we had to cut down. So um, if, if you're wondering, you know, why why you should give to the United Way, uh, we're just not that middleman, but we do do the vetting of these agencies and their programs to make sure that they're making the community impact that is needed in our community. And... Um, we really are looking at all of the different factors that come into play with, with these agency partnerships. And, um, and by we, I mean you, community members. You're the reason. You're the, the people that really do take it to heart. I just, I'm so thankful to our community members who really take this in and, and really ask the right questions throughout the entire process. And they're looking at the financial stability of the organization, how the program is going to make an impact. We're looking at all of those different factors and make a difference. And it's community members just like you, you that are listening. (laughs) You guys are the ones that help us allocate out the dollars. And we're just so thankful um, because it did go very well this year. Great. And, of course, a big thanks to all those that donate every year to the United Way. Those are the dollars that go to these programs. Exactly. We can't do it without the donations. Those dollars make a world of difference. And those go directly back out into the community and they stay right here local. Um, We're not 
we're not sending money anywhere else. Those, those dollars stay here and help our local community. So if you'd like to consider donating, we have every um, opportunity. We've got an online option where you can go to unitedwaynow.org and find our donate button. Or you can just send us a check um, through the mail. That still works, just so you guys know. Uh, it's, it's P.O. Box 381 Brainerd, so 56401. It's really easy to find us, I promise. And if you have any questions, you can always call us at 218-829-2619. Great. I have one more question because you started by thanking the volunteers that stepped up to become members of the Vision Council. But uh, I had a call the other day. Actually, someone said, I'd like to volunteer in the community. Is there a good resource? And I immediately sent them to your website. And I just want to say that is a great resource, and you probably have uh, a lot of connections there with your agencies that you support and even those you uh, maybe haven't been able to support. But they're asking for volunteers, and that's a good way to find out where people can, in fact, volunteer in the community. You betcha, Ken. We've got a plethora of opportunity on Get Connected. Um, That's our volunteer hub. And like I've told you guys many times, it's like volunteerism, the dating platform. (laughs) (laughs) Online dating for volunteerism and find what fits best for you in your life. Um, And so if you go to volunteer.unitedwaynow.org, it's really easy, I promise. But there's over 64 agencies that are looking for volunteers just like you that are listening. So definitely check it out. They're being extremely COVID cautious, but there is so many opportunities to give back um, to your communities even now. So check it out. Easy enough. And Kim, can I ask if we just go to your website, unitedwaynow.org, is there a link that we can find? You betcha. It's just called the Volunteer Tab. It's really easy, I promise. Okay. Swell. Excellent. (laughs) Uh, Let's check in with Shannon Wusso at the uh, Mid-Minnesota Women's Center and the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center. We just had some of your uh, great staff on a week or so ago, and I know they were saying that, Shannon, unfortunately, during this pandemic, you've been very busy. Uh, We have been, and that is very unfortunate, but not um, unexpected, just given the fact that um, when stress increases in homes, the risk for violence can go up. Um, So we were kind of bracing ourselves for that. And one thing that was very important to us as an organization, but also to our board of directors and to our staff, was to make sure that we were always accessible and available to anybody that was needing us throughout the entire pandemic. So there was not one second that went by. Uh, since March of 2020, that we were closed or could not offer services if somebody needed us. Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah not I, that it wasn't without its challenges, of course, mm-hmm. you know, where, you know, the multiple um, different guidances that come in, so then the different policies that you have to create and the adjustments that you have to make for services. But I don't know, you get creative and you figure it out because that's what you're supposed to do. There's been a lot of creativity happening during the pandemic for all of our nonprofits. But, uh, yeah, it's wonderful that you're still able to help so many families. Yes. Hopefully one day um, we will work ourselves out of a job. But until then, um, it's our job to be available when people need us. So. 
And remind our listeners too, Shannon, you carry uh, or you cover actually or help out folks from a pretty large geographic area, don't you? We do. So our service region covers Region 5, which includes Crow Wing, Cass, Morrison, Todd, and Wadena counties. So we focus our fundraising efforts, our awareness, and our education efforts on those areas. But if there was somebody that was in need of services outside of that geographical region, we would not turn them away simply because of their county of residence. That's nice. That's really awesome. And of course, you are supported too by the United Way, right? We have been supported by United Way for a very long time. It's one of our most cherished partnerships that we have. Um, Without them, uh, our response during the pandemic would have been very different. So with our current grant award that was provided to um, both of our agencies, actually, the application for the 24-hour domestic violence shelter and the application for the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center, we, again, got creative, checked in. Um, Lakes Area United Way was very flexible with programs saying, you know, okay, our needs have clearly changed from when we submitted our applications. Are you okay with us um, making this adjustment and providing services? So initially we had requested funding to provide support groups and we were contracting with an individual. Well, obviously having um, group in-person sessions was no longer an option for us. So what can we do to still meet those needs, but do it safely and in accordance with the guidance? but also still meeting all of the requirements for any grant award. Mm-hmm. So there's all of that that we have to think about too. Right. Um, and you know, the United Way was excellent to work with and we actually shifted and changed that position from being a contractor to actually being a full-time staff employee because the, the time uh, that was being dedicated to reach out to the individuals who were attending support group, but now still wanting to have contact and support them, but it had to be on an individual basis. So the amount of time that that staff person had to dedicate increased significantly. Yeah. But with those adjustments and flexibility, we were still able to meet that need. Wow, that's good. Thank goodness for flexibility in 2020. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, creativity and flexibility mm-hmm. in the time of COVID was uh, yeah, the key, I think. Well, that's wonderful. Uh, now, as we move into spring, we're seeing improvements in COVID numbers are uh, how about volunteer opportunities at your uh, facilities, Shannon? Is that possible at this time? So we have always had volunteer opportunities that were available. They were just being done outside of our facility um, or outdoors. Um, right now, we are still being cautious because I, I want to make sure that we are offering the safest environment possible before we open our doors for visitors or volunteers. So I want to make sure that all of our staff and all of the residents have had the opportunity to have a vaccination and be fully vaccinated before we do so, if that's what they so choose to do. Um, But we did change protocol and we are now accepting use donations again. And we are also conducting um, very small in-person support groups again. Um, And when there's risks involved with that, uh, I think it's important that we are being um, strategic with how we're doing those risks and that direct services comes first. And that was definitely a a very strong request that we have been receiving from our clients and residents about the support groups. Shannon, when it comes to volunteers uh, at the center, what do you need from people? What would they be volunteering to do? Well, I think if you ask any nonprofit, the answer to that would be anything Anything. somebody is willing to do. (laughs) Um, Because we, I mean, we do have the two programs, so we've got a lot of options. And if somebody's got a certain interest or a certain skill that they want to to um, share with our clients and residents, 
we will figure out a way and get creative and put that to good use too. Some of the standard or typical opportunities that we have would be um, a companion animal caregiver, uh, joining a committee for a volunteer board of directors, providing support to people at court hearings, um, office assistant, receptionist, and transportation assistant. So those are kind of some of the ongoing um, needs that we have. But we've also had people that have come in and have said, I really enjoy cooking and I am, this is my signature dish. Can I get together and teach this to either the kids that are in house or the adults or what have you? And we'll make that work. That's neat. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned uh, the ability now to drop off uh, materials, clothing. Uh, what else do you need at this point? Um, right now, I would say the biggest need is clothing. Um, just because oftentimes when people flee a violent situation, they're typically leaving with whatever it is that they have on their person or what they can grab in their two arms. Um, and we are a little lower in stock with those, particularly um, women's pajamas and children's clothing. Those are kind of the two largest things that we're in need right now. But um, the thing is, is if it is, you know, gently used and it's clean, then that's something that we would, we will find a good home for, even if it is outside of our facility, because we do have people that come to us requesting, um, you know, resources or referrals that aren't necessarily one of our clients. And if we're able to share and help, you know, respond and provide some resources to that individual, we do that too. And I know, too, Shannon, recently um, a couple of the Lions clubs in the area, uh, Cross Lake Ideal and Nisswa Lions, held a diaper drive, which I know you guys were going to reap the benefits from that. Um, still in need of those kind of items, diapers, wipes, and personal hygiene products? Absolutely. So those items are very, very expensive. But on the other flip side of that, um, they're non-perishable and they're easy for us to store. So that's a lot easier than, say, like fresh produce, you know, sure. getting that in. Um, and there's always going to be a need for that. Um, typically, I think the biggest need, as far, I mean, because I was asked this question at the diaper drive last night, um, and it's um, oftentimes it's the larger diaper sizes that we run out of first. The so larger, if that okay. helps, yep, yep, you know, the four, five, sixes for the kids. Um, but yeah, uh, the diaper drive last night with the Nisswa Lions was a huge success. Again, they're another community partner that supports so many nonprofits here in our area, and I don't know where we would be without them. So that's great. Yeah. And of course, bottom line is if we can donate cash, I'll bet we can do that on your website too. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you want to donate cash, we will figure out any way to get that, if whatever it's the easiest for you. Uh, just like Kim said, we're at P.O. Box 602. Where the shelter is located at 1414 Maple Street, safety centers at 2602 Oak Street, and then there's, you know, all the other options for online donations as well. Excellent. Good. All right. Well, thank you so much for what you're doing. I know you're helping so many uh, families and individuals to stay safe here in central Minnesota, and it's very, very important work that you do. So thank you. Well, thank you very much. Um, but just so you know, nobody can accomplish anything by themselves. The only reason why we're able to do this is because, like Kim said, you know, you guys helping raise awareness about needs that we have or people being willing to, you know, be flexible and shift gears and provide support a little differently than what it was before. I, I mean, all of that good stuff. If if one of those pieces wasn't available, we wouldn't be able to do what we were doing. I'll continue to let us know how we can help. If you've got another diaper drive coming or any sort of thing, fundraiser, always let us know we're here to help. Wonderful. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Shannon. And Kim, thank you, too. Uh, we're so happy to hear that the Vision Quest went well and the Vision Council, and and now we'll look forward to, uh, well, your next endeavor, and we'll find out about that maybe next time, huh? 
You betcha, Ken. We're always working over here. <laughs> All right. And let's remind our listeners again, get connected. You can do that. For volunteer opportunities, just go to unitedwaynow.org. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Our guests today, Kim Rollins, she's the Executive Director of the Lakes Area United Way, and Shannon Wusso, Executive Director of the Mid-Minnesota Women's Center and the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found anytime on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.